0: Presented by Weshfinancial.com. This is Wealth Built to Last. Hey everyone, Marlon Wesh here with Wesh Financial. And welcome to another episode of our Wealth Built to Life uh, Wealth Built to Last show. <laughs> where we share the time-honored principles of growing, preserving, and transferring wealth. The title of today's episode is How to Achieve and Maintain Financial Resilience. You know, one of the most frequent questions I get in in regards to uh, managing one's finances is how do I achieve and maintain a sense of resilience – through the ups and downs of our economy. I would say if there is one truth that unites people across race, religion, gender, socioeconomic status, uh, besides the truth of Beyonce is a goddess and everyone should hate the New England Patriots, (laughs) it's this, that life happens. Life just happens. Unfortunately, many of us go through life just hoping that it's not going to happen to us. And hoping that if it does end up happening to us, we're at least in a position where we can handle it. But let's face it. Hope isn't a winning financial strategy. I've seen way too many lives just simply destroyed because people were faced with an emergency uh, an emergency situation that they just they simply couldn't bounce back from. And it can happen to anyone. It doesn't matter if you're rich, poor, educated, uneducated, what have you. If you don't believe me, just revisit what was going on in 2008 with the mortgage crisis. The financial crisis of 2007-2008, it wiped out people across the board. The truth is there are probably there are definitely there are 3 to 4 main outcomes that you should strive for in your finances and really one best approach to ensure that you achieve it i believe that the acronyms of EGPT or EGIP or LCON and LCON stand for the very best way to do it the acronym Egypt stands for establish grow, preserve, and transfer. And they are the four outcomes that you must achieve if you want financial security. What do we mean by when we're talking about establish? Well, establish means you've got to begin with your desired outcome in mind. Don't jump into action like investing until you know in exact in precise terms what you're investing for, and, and, and why you're investing for it. You've got to walk before you run. Too many people just want to jump in and do something, and I get it. You're a high achiever. Most high achievers are, have a, a, a bias towards action. I know I do. But it's important that you get the fundamentals first. The other thing that Establish talks to us about is that we need to create a safety net. Now, you already said it, right? You know that the economy goes up and down. The circumstances of life are are rollercoaster. It's a rollercoaster ride, so plan for it. Plan to save in cash what you would need to survive off of if you've had if you had no income for three to six months. I call this self insurance, and it allows you to be bold as you pursue growing your wealth. Then the next step to establishing yourself is making sure that. Your efforts in building that nest egg, creating something for yourself, or your family, that if it were suddenly to be cut short by your untimely death, that the people relying on you, relying on you to make it, aren't left in the cold because of it. I'm talking about life insurance. A couple of weeks ago, we had a whole show about it. Life insurance should be the foundation of your wealth strategy. I, call, I refer to it as a fort. You know, you can send soldiers out on a mission, but it's always good, it's always necessary to have a place where they can regroup, refit, and go out again and ultimately defend everything that they stand for if necessary. And that's what life insurance does for you it allows you to keep going, to keep providing. For your family, for your loved ones, to keep making sure that your obligations are met when you're no longer there. It should be the foundation. Because until you have it, until you've made it, until you've achieved the level of wealth that you want to achieve, you want to make sure that your efforts don't stop with you. The growth section of Egypt is important. And it's important for the reason that I've often repeated, I probably repeat it once every show, is that we do financial planning and we invest because we've got two limited resources. What are they? We've got the limited resources of time and we've got the limited resource of money. And we need to intelligently leverage those resources to turn our money into more money. (laughs) If that wasn't the case, if that wasn't the need, a need that we have, it would be reflected by the fact that we would have all the time in the world and we would have all the money in the world, but we don't. So we need to find a way to leverage what we have to create that wealth that we need to not only subsist today, but provide amazing outcomes for our families and loved ones. As you engage In the growth stage of your financial plan, you need to be very clear about how much money you need and when you'll need it by. The reason being is that these two data points will inform not only where you place your money, but how long you keep it there. It's very important. I know most of the people, most of the professionals and entrepreneurs that I talk to, they're saving. They, 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 they put some money away, every paycheck. Dumb. Some of them have healthy savings uh, balances, but they only have a vague idea of what they're saving for. They only have a vague concept of what it is they're trying to accomplish. They don't have a real purpose around it except for like, well, you know, I like the way my bank account looks, which is great and all of that. But purpose – must certainly guide your efforts, or you end up wasting your efforts. You end up in a strategy that's inefficient and that's not really, uh, um, that's not really tailored to your sense of, of an ideal life. While growth is important, what good is money if you can't keep it, right? You can make all the money in the world, and many of us do, if you actually were to put all the money back that you that gets taken out of your paycheck or that goes to uh, different things that we spend money on, you would see that you earn so much more than you actually take home. I'm sure that's not even something that I need to uh, press press home, but just like what we earn from our our job, from our businesses, it's more important how much we get to keep. And understanding how to protect, understanding how to preserve the wealth that we've created is key to your success. It's key to your financial resiliency despite the economic uh, uh, climate. I've been known to say that there are Four horsemen of the financial apocalypse. What are they? Well, if you've been listening, if you've been watching this show, you know that they're taxes, inflation, investment fees, and correlation. These four items erode away at your efforts to build, grow a nest egg. See, when saving and investing, your first goal should certainly be uh, to appropriately maximize your earnings. With consideration for your risk tolerance and your time horizon. But the second goal should be to take advantage of every available tax shelter that's afforded to us from the IRS. Because taxes are undoubtedly the biggest barrier to building and preserving wealth. You know it because when you take you when you uh, uh, look at your pay stub and see what you earned uh in eighty hours and then you see what you actually take home, you understand that taxes erode away erode away the efforts that you've put into earning income. The second horseman uh tends to affect more conservative investors uh the most right because inflation. Simply means uh, your dollar today won't buy as much as it could have yesterday. And that's why it makes no sense to sit on a bunch of cash in in an account somewhere. The best way to preserve an asset is to make sure it's always appreciating, always earning conservative investors, the ones that are very afraid of loss, you know, are very risk averse uh, of the ups and downs of the market, they end up if they are too conservative, they end up not earning enough on their dollars today to keep pace with inflation. So what they end up with is worth a hell of a lot less than what they think they've saved. So, the third horseman, let's talk about that. This is really important. Third horseman of the financial apocalypse is investment fees, so investing is the play is a play uh, a pay to play game and investment fees is a big it's an enormous factor uh to your returns. It makes no difference if your investment is returning thirteen percent gross, but if the fees mean you only net six percent right you need to be very aware of what you're paying. Uh, uh, paying in order to earn. I remember when I was with, uh, um, at Merrill Lynch, I was working with these two financial advisors. They had this new line of financial products that Merrill Lynch had, um, uh, created and they wanted to know, you know, w- w- which ones would be good to present to their clients. So I created uh, a spreadsheet where I, uh, I, I uh, ran a couple of, uh, um, analytics on the different products. Uh, what their returns were and what the returns were net of 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 risk and net of the market uh, a net of fees and we found out what we found out was that there were probably only two or three out of a list of thirty funds that went through that were even decent after taking out the investment and administrative fees of these funds. you got to be very aware of what it's costing you to. Play the fourth, uh, uh, or should I say, the single quickest way um, to lose everything you've earned is really to pick an investment you like and then put everything in it. Uh, I've been running a series. I've been running a series of ads um, promoting a masterclass uh, that I've put out, and uh, of course, you when you run ads, people comment on it, and somebody commented on it. Does your strategy include gold? And I laugh because I I know that there are people that love gold, you know, and that's all they love. They love gold, or they love silver, or they love Bitcoin, and that's their focus. They focus on one security. They focus on one product. They focus on one strategy, and that's all they can talk about. But the fact of the matter is, the single quickest way to lose everything is to pick one thing that you love. And put the house, put the farm, family farm, put everything into it and cross your fingers and hope you made a smart choice. Listen, if you were a landlord, right, would you prefer to have one building with one tenant or would you prefer to have one building with many tenants? I hope you said several tenants because what are the chances that out of those several tenants that they would all not pay on time? What are the chances out of the one (laughs) tenant that they won't pay on time? 50-50, right? Listen, correlation of of your investment assets means if one of them has a bad day, then they all have a bad day. Diversification, spreading that risk around around different asset classes, around different strategies, Strategies is the key to protection against the horsemen of correlation, so the last the last uh, letter in egypt T stands for transfer and transfer within the Egypt acronym acknowledges that we can 't take anything we 've built throughout our time on earth we can 't take that to the afterlife, so we need to make sure that we 've structured our wealth in a way that it gets in the hands of the right individuals, whether that's our loved ones, whether that's uh, charities, what have you, but it gets in the right hands when we die. How do we do that? We do that by making sure the assets that we own are properly titled. Uh, We we do that by making sure our wills are set up, uh, that trusts are formed and other strategies are used. It's not all of these strategies necessarily you need to use or one strategy that's better than the other. It's a case-by-case basis, understanding what the needs are, understanding what your goals are, and then uh, implementing a strategy that's that's in line with that. The very best way to leverage the Egypt model is honestly by, and I say this all the time, is by implementing a goals-based Outcome-focused financial plan and making sure that plan uses the life cycle of needs approach or LCON. That's what Lcon stands for, the life cycle of needs approach. It's really important because, you know, a lot of us, we've got goals, right? We all know that, you know, there are things that we want to accomplish and that's all good and well. But a lot of us aren't versed enough to know when we are missing certain things uh, in our strategy. The life cycle of needs approach is an approach that allows you to take a look at a life starting from the birth of a child, ending at a dignified life, and seeing what it costs, you know, not to be crass, but what it costs to live and what it costs to die. And to making sure that we have a strategy to meet all those needs on top of the goals that we have. Life cycle of needs approach the very best way to structuring your financial plan. If that's what you want, an all-inclusive financial plan that's broken down into actionable steps, I want to invite you to schedule your free breakthrough call with me at myfamilymoneyplan.com/talk so we can start you on your way to achieving and maintaining financial resiliency. Despite the ups and downs uh, of the economy. That's the key. You want that life cycle of needs approach and you want to make sure you're leveraging that Egypt model, that establish, grow, preserve, and transfer. That's how you stay resilient. By having a plan for not only sunshine, but also for rain and then working that ass off to make sure you enjoy that sunshine. Well, that's our show for today. I'm Marlon Wesch with Wesch Financial, and until next time, keep living the life that you want to live and live it on your own terms. Bye for now. If you're enjoying our show, follow Wesch Financial on our social channels, and don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. And as always, our breakthrough sessions are completely free, so schedule yours today at myfamilymoneyplan.com talk.